Hey, guess what's happening on this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with your friend and host, Oscar Camejo. At the time of this recording, it's the start of the last quarter of the year. It's October, folks. And I got to thinking about the many people I meet and talk to who want to reset their health journey after months and sometimes even years of falling back into old habits. You know, many of them have struggled with eating and even the lack of motivation when it comes to regular exercise, and they simply want to bounce back. Like so many people, perhaps you're in the same boat. You may have started the year off strong and excited and motivated to just turn things around. And for whatever reason, life circumstances or maybe just the lack of just, you know, motivation. You find yourself struggling to hold on to those New Year's resolutions. Yeah, remember those New Year's resolutions you made last year or maybe even at the top of this year? Well, you're not alone, my friend. Every year, people worldwide make New Year's resolutions to meet their goals, to improve their health and improve their overall lifestyle, and they just kind of fall back. We've all been there. But now I know you may be thinking, Oscar, yo, it's way too early to start talking about New Year's resolutions. Well, is it? Well, I believe that it's never too late to encourage folks to revisit their health goals to see where they are. Some people are successful at keeping their resolutions while others may not. We've all been there. What about you? When was the last time you revisited your goals from the start of the year? Your vision board that may be collecting dust and maybe in a corner somewhere. What about those plans you had at the beginning of the year? Imagine what it would be like if you regained that excitement you had at the top of the year. You know, that excitement to finally start living healthy and making healthy choices. You know what I'm talking about. Imagine finally accomplishing your goals and developing a long-term healthy lifestyle. Folks, listen, it's possible. That's why in this week's episode, you can expect to learn the top reasons why most people fall back into poor habits. You can discover how to bounce back yourself after months and just a long time of just struggling and maybe neglecting your health. I'm going to share with you some tips for building momentum, you know, getting your groove back, going into the new year for next year. Listen, I don't believe that we have to wait for a new year for us to really kick into gear and really start making changes. Why not do what it takes now to go into the new year with strong momentum and be strong when it comes to uh, fulfilling your goals and achieving your goals? Why not? So, my friend, I believe that it's time to reset and bounce back better. So, Stick around to hear the rest of this week's episode. You don't want to miss it. Let's go. Be sure to visit the website at www.beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com for access to free resources and other information that will help you along your journey. 
If you would like to submit a question or a comment about the show or to learn more about the beating diabetes lifestyle, you can always email me at hello at beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Welcome to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Oscar Camejo. My goal is to help diabetics and non-diabetics make lifestyle changes to reverse and even prevent type 2 diabetes. Perhaps you're overweight, you're struggling with food cravings, and you exercise off and on, and it's just been a struggle. Perhaps you've tuned into this podcast because you've recently been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, or maybe you were told that you're borderline um, at that borderline stage of developing type 2 diabetes because now you're pre-diabetic or you have pre-diabetes. Maybe they told you that you have high blood pressure or you're at risk of having high blood pressure. Your cholesterol is high and you're scared, you're confused, and you simply don't know what to do. You heard that you have to lose weight, you have to eat better, you have to exercise, and you have to take your meds. I've been there. I was able to lose over 80 pounds, my friend, in less than a year. I was able to get off all medications and really turn my life around. But it took consistency. It took me educating myself and really doing a deep dive into educating myself when it comes to type 2 diabetes, the cause and what was going on in my body. And I started just putting things into practice. And I was able to develop a lifestyle of not only beating diabetes, but beating off high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and just getting things back to normal. And I feel great. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Wherever you are in the world, I really appreciate you being here and taking the time to listen. Maybe you're listening for somebody else. Maybe a loved one of yours has prediabetes or type 2 diabetes and you want to get them help. Well, bravo to you. Kudos to you. You've come to the right place. Listen, I'm very practical. I'm a guy that used to be 268 pounds and I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes back in August 2020. And I set out to just turn my life around, but it wasn't easy. I went through some successes and some failures, but I said, you know what? I'm going to keep Added, I'm going to experience lasting success. That's why I created this, this platform to really create an awareness around type 2 diabetes and the possibility of reversing it and sending it into remission. Because I want to help people to live a focused, fit lifestyle so that they can feel alive every day. That's my goal. Now, folks, you may be listening. And you've experienced some ups and downs when it comes to your goals. And you've tried all kinds of programs. You've spent a lot of money on uh, programs and just other things, just trying to get things going. Now, everybody's at a different level, at their own level when it comes to their health. And I get it. You know, some people are newly diagnosed with the disease. Some uh, may have been living with type 2 diabetes for a number of years, and you've just been dealing with this roller coaster of emotions, trying this or that, and just things haven't gone the way that you expected. 
you know, you start off the the year saying, hey, you know what? Uh, um, my New Year's resolution is X, Y, Z, and I am going to stick with it. But somewhere along the way, things just kind of, you know, went backwards, if you will. But don't be discouraged, my friend. Um, I'm here to help you. So right now, let's talk about the success and failure rates over the first six months or so when it comes to people uh, making New Year's resolutions and sticking to it and so forth, or just really uh, trying to stick to their goals in general, whether it's the first year, first of the year or the middle of the year or what or what have you. The highest success rate usually occurs after one week. That means usually people are successful and keeping to their goals after one week is like, okay, man, it's been a week. I feel good. And then something happens. Now, after two weeks, the number starts to drop. Then after one month, the number continues to drop again. Now, it is said that after six months, people who make a a resolution or set goals and they stick to it, they're usually successful at keeping those goals. So I want you to start thinking that, you know what? I'm going to go beyond one week. I'm going to go beyond two weeks. I'm going to go beyond one month. My goal is to stay strong in achieving my goals for six months. You have to already uh, put a stake in the ground, if you will, to say, yes, for sure, I'm going to keep at this for at least six months. Now, that's easier said than done. I know that. So you have to put some things in place to say, you know what, I'm going to make it easy or at least easier for myself to reach that six month mark. I mean, even when it gets tough, when it gets hard and, you know, especially now that you're trying to bounce back and you've already possibly have had a taste of success and it's like, hey, I want to get back into the gym. I want to get back. I want to get back to a healthy weight and, and so forth. It's doable, folks. I remember a good friend of mine. His name is Gus. He and I uh, used to work out years ago. We were co-workers and we would meet up for lunch every day and go to the gym. I I believe I've told this story like several times already, but for the sake of you all who are new to this channel, I'm going to say it again. So Gus and I, you know, we started off real strong on during the uh, top of the year, I believe, or could have been the middle of the year. Just going strong in the gym, meeting every day, and we started to see results. You know, back then we were really focused on muscle building and so forth. So we weren't even thinking about nutrition for the most part, or at least I wasn't. So we were going strong, man. Just everything was going great. And then guess what? The holidays started coming around. And I believe I was the first one to fall off. Um, when it came down to the holidays, because, you know, we had the holiday break, we were away from work and then, you know, the holidays hit and we were just eating whatever. So I think it was like, I don't think we ever uh, reset, at least not together going back into the gym. And so I tell that story because, you know, during that time, I wanted to look like Wolverine, you know, Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine. And I was really so conscious about just building muscle and just looking strong. Right. But then when the holidays hit, I mean, all of my good habits just went out of the window 
And I just was not accountable to Gus anymore. And we, we, we were just not accountable to each other. You know, we just let each other fall off, if you will. So I blame Gus for my downfall big time. I'm kidding, Gus, if you're listening to this. So anyway, um, like many of us, you know, we have those times where, you know, we're hitting it strong and we just fall off because of the holidays. So I thought, why not? for this episode, really talk about going into the last quarter of the year strong, because I don't believe that we should go into the new year, you know, and start at the new year when it comes to our goals uh, and meeting goals or even setting our goals, right? I believe we should have momentum that's built. So the reason why I wanted to uh, record this episode uh, in particular and probably over the next uh, couple of weeks, really talk about going into the holidays really strong, really expecting that, hey, you know what? I know the hol- holidays are coming around and traditionally, especially here in the U.S., you know, celebrating Thanksgiving and so forth and um, having holiday dinners. And you have the, the family that comes in and everybody eats the traditional foods and, and so forth. Um, maybe not even just around here in the U.S., but all over the world. And you just kind of are like, I'm just going to eat whatever and enjoy myself. Yeah, I do want you to enjoy yourself. I don't want it to be like a restrictive holiday where you don't enjoy your time with your families. But I think it's important to already have a game plan going into the new year. Right. And I think it's very important what you do in the last quarter of the of the year, October, November and December. Imagine if you can build good habits. Imagine if you can reset yourself um, and develop good habits now and go into the new year already with a strong momentum. Imagine if you do that, whether it's your eating habits or your uh, exercise routines and so forth. Why not develop those things now? Why not pick back up on those uh, goals that you set uh, at the beginning of the year? Why not focus on building a strong momentum this last quarter of the year? Yeah, the summer has come and gone and maybe you don't have that beach body anymore (laughs) that you worked so hard the first part of the year to develop. You see what I'm saying? You went on vacation and you let it things hang out. Um, And then now you're just ready to bounce back and bounce back strong. Well, I'm with you, my friend. So um, here are some things that uh, people decide each year that they're going to do different goals, whether it's New Year's resolutions or just goals in general. They include, yes, they want to live healthier. They want to lose weight. They want to make personal improvements, whether it's dealing with finances or whatnot. Some people want to find love and happiness and get married and so forth. Some people, again, want to save money and pay off debt and so forth. So for the purposes of this podcast, you know, I focus a lot on nutrition, you know, health, weight loss, diabetes reversal and so forth. So what have your goals been? What what have been some of the things you were planning on doing and things just kind of slipped? You know, was it cutting back on rice, bread, potato, potatoes and pasta? What about sweets and really just kind of kicking that sugar craving? 
listen, we've all been there. You know, um, I went a long time myself, um, full transparency, without eating, you know, cookies and pies and stuff like that, because, man, I was on a mission that I'm going to drop all this weight. And then I got to this place where it's like, man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. You know, I lost all this weight. You know, I can go ahead and, you know, have a cookie here or there or a piece of uh, carrot cake or something like that. And then I had to watch out because it was almost like I was starting to justify having that piece of cake and cookie because it's like, hey, Oscar, you're healthy now. You reverse type two diabetes. So it's okay. So, yeah, I start letting certain things slip. And then I notice, oh, man, you know, my uh, weight was kind of going up or my body fat count was going up. And I was like, okay, I know exactly what. Uh, is causing that. So I had to bounce back. So the things that I'm telling you are things that I had to implement in my own life. Because listen, even though I'm off meds, um, I no longer have to take uh, high blood pressure medication, diabetes medication, high cholesterol medication. I still watch what I eat. Now, I still enjoy the food that I eat. I'm not uh, eating food that I don't like. My lifestyle is now such that I love the food that I eat, but I still have to watch what I eat because my goals are not short term. I have set personal lifestyle goals that, you know what, throughout the week, Monday through Friday, even through Sunday, in, in depending on what I'm working on, is like I'm eating healthy as a lifestyle, not as a short term fix. Because, you know, I think of I think of this lifestyle as a roadmap, right? You know, there's a certain destination that we want to get to when we set out to go on a road trip. And if we want to get to a certain destination, right, whether we're going cross country uh, or we're trying to get from point A to, to point B, we have to have a roadmap. And that roadmap is going to help us to know where we are. And so that we're, so that we can get to the place that we uh, want to arrive to, because guess what? A roadmap to nowhere will lead you to nowhere. Right. What's the use of having a, a map that you can't understand that uh, is confusing, that's difficult to follow and it keeps sending you in the wrong direction and uh, you're going to be frustrated. And I think that's what a lot of people feel and they experience is they're following these roadmaps to nowhere and they keep getting to the same destination, which is nowhere, which is a lack of results, a lack of lasting results, a lack of enjoyment when it comes to pursuing their health. So where are you headed right now? It's the last quarter of the year, depending on the time that you're listening to this uh, podcast episode. Where are you now? Where are you headed? So here are some of the top reasons. There's about 13 or so top reasons why some people don't stick to their goals, especially their New Year's resolutions and um, things that they're trying to achieve. Number one, setting unrealistic goals. Number two, expecting results way too quickly. Number three, having unclear objectives. Number four, a lack of accountability or social support. Number five, not tracking or reviewing their progress. Number six, a lack of planning. 
Number seven, not taking action. Number eight, not taking small steps consistently. Number nine, not enjoying the process. Man, we've all been there before. Number 10, putting it off until it's convenient. I know we've all been there, right? Number 11, forgetting about their resolution. I mean, like completely forgetting the fact that, you know, you made a resolution or you set a goal, you set a vision. Number 12, and I know this hits a lot of people, you know, life circumstances happen and they go through depression and deal with a lot of anxiety. You know, that's one of the top reasons that a lot of people kind of fall back. And number 13, self-doubt. Man, I'm pretty sure there's some things that maybe you've experienced or you know someone who experienced that maybe I didn't mention. Kind of think about those top reasons why some people, including yourself, don't stick to your goals. Don't stick to accomplishing your goals and your New Year's resolution. Now, listen, this is not to to beat you up. I mean, we've all been there where we set out to accomplish something and just stuff happens. But the goal is to bounce back and bounce back better. Now, I'm going to give you a few key steps, key things that you can uh, implement in your life. I believe it's real simple, but it's going to take consistency. It's going to take effort. It's going to take you really making a decision that, you know what, enough is enough. I'm going to set aside the poor habits. I'm going to really bounce back and bounce back better this time. I'm not going to wait till the new year. I'm not going to wait till, you know, um, I start this, this program with this guru that I found on social media uh, or on YouTube. I'm going to set myself up for success now. Uh, step number one, really simple, is simply know your why. Number two, set realistic expectations. Number three, set yourself up for success with small victories. Number four, you have to set boundaries around your decision to live healthy. And number five, evaluate your progress and be willing to adjust along the way. Now, I'm going to break these down and give give you some practical things to think about. Number one, know your why. Your why is your motivation. It is your motive for doing uh, what you are setting out to do. Why do you want to transform your life? You have to ask yourself, why is it that I'm setting out to accomplish this particular goal? What is my why? You have to keep the end result in mind. You know, author Stephen Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he wrote that it's important to begin with the end in mind. You know, by beginning with the end in mind, you can train yourself to create a clear vision for yourself and the life you want. So again, think about it. What what is the end result that I'm wanting to uh, experience and achieve? Uh, Covey believed that your most important work is always ahead of you, not behind you. So that's why you got to always think of the end in mind. Always keep the end in mind. Uh, It's important for you to come up with your why list. You know, I want to blank because blank. 
I want to lose weight because I want to live healthier. And you can drill down and be specific to your situation. Um, here's another one. I want to develop an exercise routine that I can stick to because I want to look and feel better about myself. Again, knowing your why is going to help you to um, reach your end result. You know, here's something that I often say when I'm grinding it out in the gym or running long distances and things just start getting tough. And I've shared this before, but I want to share it with you again. Um, I always say I'm focused, I'm dedicated, I'm motivated, I keep moving. Again, I'm focused, I'm dedicated, I'm motivated, I keep moving. That's going to be very important as you set out to accomplish your why. Because you know what? When life throws uh, you a curveball, when things just happen, circumstances happen, it's important to remember to stay focused. Remember to remain dedicated. Remember that you are motivated even when you don't feel like it. And when things are tough, you have to keep moving. All right. So again, that was number one, know your why. Number two, it's important to set realistic expectations. You got to focus on your goals that are achievable. Um, If you're trying to uh, get somewhere and you want to be somewhere, it has to be realistic because, you know, sometimes we set these lofty goals and they just become so unattainable. Um, Like, for example, You know, it's wild when people say, hey, you know, I want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days, you know, and for some people, that's not realistic. You know how long it could really take to lose 30 pounds a healthy weight and keep it off? That's going to take some hard work and some commitment. But sometimes um, some people take shortcuts. I'm not saying that it can't be done. What I'm talking about is losing weight the healthy way. Again, going back to your why, you know, your why has to be uh, uh, realistic. You know what I'm saying? Don't sit out and say, hey, you know, I want to have a body like um, Hugh Jackman. I want to look like Brad Pitt from um, the Fight Club or I want to look like um, Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Don't set your expectations based on what somebody else is doing. You see what I'm saying? You know, set realistic expectations for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Do it for yourself. Okay. Number three, set yourself up for success by achieving small victories. You know, a lot of times people overlook those small wins and they're like, ah, you know what? I'm trying to lose the 30 pounds in 30 days and they get frustrated because they've only lost three pounds, right? And it's been taking a whole week or two to achieve the three pounds, right? Or they may say, well, you know what? I just want to completely um, just not eat cookies for, um, you know, for six months. And you're just coming off of you know, indulging in a lot of sweets and cookies and pies. And then you have one slip up in, let's say, two or three weeks. And you don't look at the fact that, hey, yeah, you went um, two weeks without having a cookie. Celebrate those small victories. Yeah, you may have slipped back, but don't allow that small slip up 
or maybe it was a big slip up and you ate like a whole uh, dozen of donuts. Yeah, that that's probably big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But don't don't give up. I mean, you had a slip up. Don't allow your slip up to be the thing that anchors you back into poor habits. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep going. You got to celebrate those small victories. You know, small wins require taking small steps, but celebrate those small victories. Celebrate those small steps. Hey, if you went a week without having sweets, celebrate that. I don't think we celebrate the small victories enough. Sometimes it's going to take removing and replacing, you know, remove a bad habit and replace it with a good habit. You know what I'm saying? you know, apply that to eating and exercise. So again, set yourself up for success by celebrating small victories. You know what I mean? And in order to achieve small victories, you know, make things easier for yourself. You know, for example, when I said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to have chips and pies and cakes and a bunch of ice cream and cookies and a whole bunch of sweets. I had to clean house. I had to get rid of everything that was in my house. I didn't wait till I ate everything and then decided to, you know, set out on this journey. No, I went through my cupboard, refrigerator, freezer. I went through my whole house and I went cold turkey and I got rid of everything. I had to set myself up for success. So for me, that was a big um, victory, Um, even though. Um, for me, it was it was hard. So that was I know I said it, it was a small victory, a big victory. But, yeah, it was a small step. And that step did require me cleaning house. That was like the, the, the first thing I had to do to make things easier for myself. I had to set myself up for success because I had all the bread and I had a whole bunch of stuff just around me. And I made it too easy for myself to slip. So set yourself up for success. If that means, you know what, I need to use my time more more wisely, getting off of um, social media uh, for a while, getting off of watching television late at night um, because you find yourself binge eating late at night. You got to set yourself up by doing whatever you need to do to achieve um, small victories. So again, small wins will require taking small steps. So again, uh, you may need to clean house, uh, look back at your goals. You know, what are some of the things you said that you were going to do that you really hadn't done yet? You know, uh, and I'm specifically talking about your health and nutrition, you know, going to the gym, you know, seven days a week may not be realistic. It may not be um, a, a thing that you can achieve right now. Maybe you can only go to the gym once a week because of your schedule. That's a small win, man. Celebrate that. Be consistent with that once a week gym routine. You know, sometimes people beat themselves up because they're not in the gym four or five days a week like everybody else. You don't have to be in the gym four or five days like everybody else. You don't have to run every day like everybody else. You don't have to lose weight like everybody else. You don't have to do anything that anybody else is doing. Stop doing that, folks. I mean, I get frustrated, you know, when I see people trying to achieve somebody else's results. Stop that. 
you know, focus on you, focus on your small victories, focus on your wins and achieving your small wins. Because trust me, those small wins will lead to big results. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully you get what I'm saying. I'm your brother. I love you guys. And sometimes I got to talk to you and really get in your face and tell you all to stop playing around. All right. (laughs) Number four, uh, it's important to set boundaries around your decision to live healthy. Um, You know, it's like when when you're building a home, right? And you want to protect your home. You want to protect your valuables, right? You set boundaries, which could be a fence. It could be made out of wood, brick, you know, stone, whatever. You're setting boundaries to mark your territory, right? And you're protecting uh, what's valuable to you. But now when it comes to your health, you have to protect your decisions to live healthy. And what do I mean by that? Um, Here's an example. The ability to say no. (laughs) You have to be willing to simply say no. You have to look at the pies when you go to the grocery store and say no. And keep moving. I believe that uh, the thing that we give our attention to the most is what we're going to desire. If you're struggling with your poor eating habits and you find yourself going to the store and you're going up and down the aisles and you know that you're struggling with buying a lot of ice cream and and eating a lot of ice cream or you, you, you're struggling with uh, eating a bunch of sweets, why the heck are you staring at the food that you um, desire so much? Why is it that you, when you're driving down the highway uh, and you see the fast food place, you're staring at the fast food place? It's creating in you this desire to want those things. You know, I'm in marketing, I have a marketing and communications background, and I know the power of advertising, folks. Why are you on social media and you're clicking on the food ads for the fried chicken or the the uh, the sweets that just come up, you know, the, these cake recipes? Stop it. Why are you paying attention to that stuff? You got to be willing to say no. You got to be willing to set boundaries around your decisions, folks, to live healthy. You know, living healthy is not going to happen overnight. There's going to be all kinds of forces, all kinds of things to lure you back into those bad habits. So, again, whatever you give your attention to the most is what you're going to desire. If you're trying to kill your desire for sugar and sweets, dude, stop paying attention to these ads. You got to be willing to say no. I have no need of thee. <laughs> I had to do that. I literally would go to the grocery store and if I would see a cake or something that I used to crave back in the day, I would look at it and be like, I have no need of thee. And I would just keep going. Basically, I don't need you. And it will talk back to you. That pizza that you love will talk back to you. Yeah, you may be out with some friends, especially when the holidays are coming out. And Everybody's eating, you know, all this unhealthy food, you know, the standard American diet or whatever the standard diet is where you live. And it's a lot of fried foods. It's a lot of unhealthy stuff. And you're like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Say no. 
I don't care what your friends are saying. I don't care if they they tell you, hey, you know, one pie is not going to kill you. It may not. A one brownie is not going to kill you. It may not. But you're you're working on something, man. And your people need to understand that. Your loved ones need to understand that you're on the journey. So you got to be willing to say no. So again, set boundaries around your decision to live healthy. You know, success is the ability to say no to a thousand things and say yes to the few right things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And so when it comes to distractions, they're going to come by the thousands, like I keep saying. But remember what I shared with you earlier. I'm focused. I'm dedicated. I'm motivated. I keep moving. That's what you need to tell yourself. So even when you're shaking and you just, you know, you're 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 craving that hamburger, you're craving those sweets. Remember, just say I'm focused, I'm dedicated, I'm motivated. I got to keep moving and don't turn your attention toward those things that are causing you challenges. Turn your attention away from those things and start focusing on the things that are healthy for you. All right. Number five, evaluate your progress and be willing to make adjustments along the way. That's very self-explanatory. You know, sometimes we when we set out to accomplish certain goals, sometimes we forget to really pay attention to not only our small victories, but our progress. Right. You know, yes, you may have a goal of, again, losing 30 pounds. But along the way, have you been tracking your progress? Are you writing down or keeping you up with your progress, whether it's in an app or or what have you? Um, The reason why I asked that question is because I know for me, when I was able to start tracking my workouts and tracking my weight loss and even tracking my my um, blood sugar levels, my blood pressure. Um, things that I still check till this day, even though I reverse type two diabetes and I maintain a healthy lifestyle. The more and more I started tracking my progress, I started noticing certain patterns. Like, for example, uh, when I told you all when I was 268 pounds and overweight and then I started uh, my health journey, um, there was a time where I started seeing my uh, my weight dropping, right? I started seeing my weight dropping. And then it came to a point where I was, I want to say I was like 230-something pounds, maybe 220-something pounds. And it just seems like I had reached this plateau. And I wasn't losing any more weight. It just seemed like maybe my weight was going up. And then I started evaluating, okay, yeah, I've made a lot of progress from 268 pounds to now 230 something, 220 something, right? But why have I reached this plateau? You know, I was still learning my body, still understanding, you know, the importance of uh, exercise and being consistent with my exercise. But then I started noticing even about my nutrition. Yes, I was starting to eat healthier, but I noticed that there were some things that I was still consuming that um, was contributing to fat gain in um, in my body. For example, um, even though I had set off on my health journey, 
I was still drinking like these um, sports drinks that were full of so much sugar. I was still uh, drinking these smoothies from this um, smoothie place that's very familiar here or popular here in the U.S. And it was full of so much sugar. And I realized um, by speaking with this gentleman who taught me the importance of cutting back on sugar and the effects of refined sugar um, and even added sugar on my diet, you know, basically what it was doing to my body. I was like, wow, the light bulb went off. And so what I did was start to scale back on added sugar. I started paying attention to food labels and really reducing the amount of sugar intake in my in my body. And I noticed, man, I started to lose um, weight and keeping and kept and I was able to keep the weight off. So one day I looked and I was below 200 pounds and I'm like, man, I'm making progress. So I was evaluating my progress. You know, to this day, I can tell you exactly what I weighed from beginning to from the beginning of my journey till this day and even the ups and downs. And I could tell you, OK, my weight started increasing because I was building muscle while I was losing fat. Right. So, yeah, I would still get on the scale and I saw that, yeah, I was putting on weight. But I was like, oh, okay, that weight is actually uh, lean muscle versus putting on more fat, right? Um, So I was able to track my progress. So you get my point. Uh, Hopefully you get my point. You have to evaluate your progress and be willing to make adjustments along the way. Because it's one thing to evaluate your progress, but if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same results. You may reach a place where you add a plateau and maybe that's one of the reasons why you haven't stuck to your New Year's resolution or your goals that you set at the beginning of the year because you reached a plateau. You haven't you know, kept up with evaluating your progress. And the only thing that you're doing to really track your progress is looking at the scale. You know, the scale, my friends, is not an indication of your success or failure. It is a measurement of basically what you weigh. But that doesn't mean that everything rises and fall by what's on that scale. Only you know what you're putting in your body, right? The 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 scale doesn't, you know, tr- give you a true picture of the things that you need to adjust. So you get my point. Don't just focus on weight loss and losing weight. Again, it goes back to setting realistic expectations when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle. It goes back to knowing your why. It goes back to setting yourself up for victory um, by celebrating those small wins and putting things into place that help you to uh, achieve those things like setting the proper boundaries around your decision to live uh, healthy. And I feel great, folks. So. Um, hopefully this episode has been something that really inspires you to, um, move forward and pick back up on those things that you let slip. My goal is to help you to bounce back and bounce back better folks. And when I say bounce back, if I can do it, you can too. If I can go from being 268 pounds and reaching a a certain plateau and just feeling like, man, you know, what, what's going on? to then going below 200 pounds and being able to reach 
186 pounds and then 183 pounds and and so forth and just maintain, you know, a good weight. Like for me, if I can, you know, uh, remain at 185, 190, I'm happy because I stay lean. I stay athletic. I like how I'm moving and so forth. I'm fine with the fluctuations, you know, but when I start seeing, okay, man, I'm creeping up to, you know, uh, above uh, 190, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Then I make adjustments. I evaluate my progress. I evaluate, you know, again, not just what the scale uh, says, but I'm looking at how am I feeling? What's going on with my sleep? Am I not getting enough sleep? Am I um, uh, eating too many carbs? because I'm getting prepared for a race or, or what have you, then I just start making those, uh, those adjustments. So again, folks, um, take this last quarter, reevaluate where you are, start picking back up on those good habits, the things that you set out to do at the beginning of the year, and let's go into the new year strong. And I'm telling you, Build momentum. Building momentum is better than trying to just at the last minute, you know, because it's it's the it's the new year, you know, it's New Year's Eve, and now it's like, okay, now I'm gonna go ahead and in the morning, um, just go ahead and just have this 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 uh explosive attack on my goals. Now go into the new year strong, folks. Celebrate um wins before the new year and carry those wins into the new year. And you will see um, that you will achieve some lasting results because that's what it's all about. Living a focused fit lifestyle so you can feel alive every day. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please tell somebody about it. So as always, my friend, stay focused, keep moving, never go back, leap forward, bounce back because you can, my friend. And above all else, you know what I'm about to say. Trust God. You got this. I believe in you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with Oscar Camejo. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for motivational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a physician or other healthcare professional or qualified fitness instructor. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your journey, seek a qualified medical practitioner. It's important that you utilize someone who is a trained, licensed healthcare professional who can help you on your journey toward good health.